everyone and welcome to Conversation of Change, the podcast that features social entrepreneurs that create inspiring and positively impactful work. My name is Karen and I am a change maker with Make the Change. We're a social enterprise in Singapore that offers learning programs to tertiary students and persons with disabilities. We also offer creative services to businesses as well as educating corporates about creating lasting impacts and attaining their targeted CSR goals. So today, we'll be speaking to Melvin Mack. He's the chairman of Transformational Business Network Asia. They're based in Singapore, and TBN Asia is a not-for-profit organization, and they have a focus on helping social entrepreneurs scale by connecting them with impact investors and experts to support sustainable social impact businesses in the whole of Southeast Asia. So hi, Melvin. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Karen. Thank you for inviting. It's a privilege. Yeah, so uh, we've done a really quick intro about your company, but today our main focus would actually be on fighting poverty through enterprise. So that is sort of our main topic we'll be discussing today. Perhaps you can tell us a little more about your background and how you came to be here. Wow, okay. Long story. I I (laughs) think uh, the number 18 is going to be the magic number. Okay. Actually, I, I started the first 18 years of my working life as a bank and stock broker. All right. And then the next 18 years as a pastor. So the jump is like crazy. And then I'm into actually my third period of 18 years. So to those who are, you know, the young people listening, they must be wondering, my goodness, this guy is Jurassic. <laughs> it's okay. I'm young at heart. All right. So this third period of 18 years is involved with uh, social impact action, fighting poverty through enterprise. So I co-founded together with some uh, friends, Transformational Business Network Asia, fighting poverty through enterprise. So I'm both a co-founder and chairman presently. I also started uh, my own social enterprise called Explorer, uh, ACTX. And Explorer basically it stands for the acts of doing good and the joy of exploring. So that's uh, something that we are pioneering, okay, and trying to push to see where the limits are. Uh, I'm also on board of uh, a charity as well as a, another social enterprise. The charity is called the New Caris Mission, really dealing dealing with uh, those who are ex offenders those who are in, in drugs and in crime and so on, but they're out. So how mm. do you rehab them? How do you bring them back into society, giving them second chance, right? The new careers enterprise is actually a social enterprise that comes out of the, uh, the, the, the charity so that there are jobs that are sustainable, that can create, uh, that also will be able to give them a training that upskill them for the future. So that's that's in general. Right. Wow. Actually, in general, it's already like it, you've covered so many things. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, was it perhaps your uh, background as a pastor that sort of led to your involvement in what you do today, opening up all these like social enterprise and then like reaching out to help those in need? Yeah, actually, it does shape that. Uh, but I mean, the jump from a stockbroker banker to 
a master is a big jump. I, I want to mm -hmm. assure you that. Yeah. Okay. But when I'm, uh, I was a pastor, basically it's about helping people. Yep. So we get involved with a lot of social community services and so on. Mm. But this thing about how do you lift them out of poverty always nags me because um, the charity part of it is a very important start. But mm -hmm. charity cannot lift the poor out of sustainability, into sustainability out of poverty. Right. So it has to be the businesses, but businesses mm -hmm. for good. Okay. And I, I forgot to mention that actually I'm also part of an initiative called Corporate Alliance for Good. Mm -hmm. Basically, okay. doing things that are in the corporate uh, sector, but for good, mm. in a dimension that benefits uh, people. Right. Oh, thanks for sharing, Melvin. Um, I think let's talk about TBN Asia a bit. Uh, after some research, um, we find it really interesting that TBN Asia has actually an ecosystem that consists of social enterprise training hub, uh, expertise network, and also investors network and community development. So all these different aspects seem quite independent to me or to us when we're doing research. So perhaps you can share more about how this whole ecosystem works together in different parts. Ah, okay. That's a great question. <laughs> so, so basically, the aim of uh, TBN is to build an ecosystem, but focusing on social enterprises. So we don't kind of like work with individuals. We mm, work okay. with true enterprises because enterprises create jobs and economic empowerment. Mm. So this is where the four pillars come in. Um, the social enterprise training hub is the one that trains social entrepreneurs that are revenue generating to be investment ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's important because many social enterprises are stuck. Investors are not uh, that interested in them because maybe the business model is not up to speed. So that needs to be trained. Then we bring along the expertise network. Uh, these are all the experts coming in to help mentors, coaches, specialists. To help them and then we develop an investors network because at the end of the day it must be the investors who say okay I'm, I'm gonna put in some money in mm -hmm. and then undergirding the whole thing is what we call community development now the new name is uh, outreach and partnerships okay. basically we bring in the whole spectrum of the ecosystem in other words uh, it includes banks impact funds, it includes mm -hmm. family offices, foundation, philanthropies, social enterprises, all right, as mm -hmm. well as individuals that can come in together. And so that, you know, this whole issue of fighting poverty is so big. And then with, you know, the uh, COVID-19, it actually worsens it. It pushes mm -hmm. it back like 20 to 30 years, especially in Southeast Asia. So, so this whole is ecosystem comes in to build uh, the, the community that would be able to come alongside each other because we all need support. Yeah. So, so that's how the four pillars, I call it, works together. Right. And then let's talk about the, I'm not sure if you call it SETH program for short or S-E-T-H. Uh -huh. Is it SETH? SCTH? Yes, yes, that's a, that's yeah. a good uh, answer for that. <laughs> okay, so the uh, SCTH uh, program uh, sort of stands out to me the most because of the four differentiators. 
um, that makes it unique from other programs. So we're just wondering how and what made you decide on these four differentiators? One of those things we realized is that it's not just a business school for impact. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, there are others in the market doing that as well. And we, we are really thankful that uh, there are a lot, a lot of initiatives happening in Southeast Asia, including Singapore. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that the differentiator would be we want to build more than just a business school. So, for example, the four differentiators. First is we are uh, actually action-orientated uh, curriculum. In other words, 25% only is about 101. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even then, the cohort uh, the sorry, the, the the faculty are actually the business people, right? So it's twenty five percent are in the sense in the teaching part, but seventy five percent are all about projects and action. So that's one of it. Secondly, mm-hmm. it's a structured mentoring and coaching program. In other words, we pair up. For example, if I'm in agriculture, but I'm in coffee, so if you are an expert that is in growing uh, in fish, for example, mm-hmm. it doesn't match, even right. though we are kind of like in the general agricultural farming kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you need to find as close as possible a coffee mm-hmm. uh, mentor. A coach will be quite different. A coach basically doesn't need to know your uh, industry, but he's concerned about the person. So we mm-hmm. built character. We build. Uh, how do you how do you do build a team leadership kind of thing? Right. So it's actually uh, quite involved. And then the third thing is that it's a very high touch peer support. In other words, mm. we first right now we are introducing what we call a relationship manager, and that's very high touch. As a banker, last time, you know, mm. a relationship manager means if you are a valued client. We have someone coming in to tell you, hey, what can be, uh, you know, given to you, what the right. banks operate, what the banks have uh, in terms of resource and so on. Similarly, we need someone to help this social enterprise navigate through, you know, the whole gamut of TBN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these kind of high touch thing is something that I think is a differentiator because I don't think uh, looking at our industry. We have something like that. So it's actually very uh, challenging as well for us. And then right. the the fourth differentiator is we bring in the involvement of investors very early. In other words, we get investors to actually start listening to them already. And investors can actually feedback and say, hey, I don't mm-hmm. think this guy is doing uh, very well because his model doesn't scale. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, we know this is what investors are looking for. We help them do that. Now, bear in mind, this group of investors that we are developing as a network, they also have a social impact heart. So it's not general mm-hmm. investors. Right. But because the fact that they wanted to help, but they know that if you cannot have your business model uh, robust and strong and scalable, it's not going to happen. So that's... Uh, that's how the four differentiators work for Seth. Could you just um, elaborate a little on some of these challenges that you face with such a comprehensive program? Challenges are plenty. For example, 
we take in a cohort. Mm. If I if I take in first year university students, I know that okay, every one of them are about the same. They just finished JC, junior mm. college. I mean, or they 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 were coming from the polytechnics, right? Right. But when you take in a uh, social enterprise, they come in various shapes and sizes. Some mm. are more ready, some are less ready. That means if you look at the whole spectrum, some are actually. Uh, a, a, a bit more advanced than the others already. Mm. So you, you've got to look at now. How do you uh, kind of like? Are you able to give them the same kind of curriculum? Because some are not ready to take that. Yeah. Right. So so we actually for a third cohort right now, mm. we actually make uh, kind of like two levels. Mm-hmm. The more, in a sense, uh, beginning level, we were trying to help them chase up. Mm. But for those who are actually more senior, I'll, I'll call it more ready, they may be ready to face investors. So, so can you imagine that we are we cannot just kind of like have something general for everybody. Yeah. You got to right. look at every social enterprise. So that's one. The other thing is, let's say I'm in fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, to digital fashion, example. Now, how do you find a mentor that can fit in? Oh, that's a challenge as well. Right. So we need to build in uh, as wide as possible a list of expertise network mm. involvement. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually the next point we're going to touch on because you know you guys are the bridge. That connects all the social enterprises with experts. So um, we assume that you have a pretty, a really vast expertise network. So can you share with us how does a TBN Asia effectively um, does this process of expanding your network and knowing like the right people to include and then the right people to to uh, pair up with all these social enterprises? Okay, there are. Uh maybe let me say two or three things that I should mention. One mm. is that over the last five years, we've been running conferences. The okay. conferences brings in the ecosystem. Mm. That's where we get uh, our friends and people who have attended who says, I believe in that. Because if you go into some of these uh, networks like LinkedIn and so on, you might not, you might mm-hmm. not find a suitable one but we're still using LinkedIn by the way because there are people who find find us out through the Mm. LinkedIn and connect so we keep on building that so that's one of those uh, constant uh, you know bringing Mm. them in the next is that we actually also run regular events to keep these experts connected. These experts mm-hmm. basically are of three categories. One is okay. industry mentors. The next will be the specialists that operates across the board. For example, uh, those who are in law, those who are in supply chain, those who mm-hmm. are in IT, okay, e-commerce, publicity, uh, marketing, and so on. So those are very valuable uh, talents that, that will help them. And then the third category will be the coaches. They are very con- 
more involved with the person, the entrepreneur right. themselves. So that's the other thing that we need to fit in. And then the third thing we need to think about is that how do you have you have a growing group of mentors? Mm -hmm. If you don't kind of like uh, get them engaged mm. to help, after a while they feel like okay, that's uh, that's a bit boring. I, right. I I've got no assignments at all, mm -hmm. you know. So what yeah. happened is that we are not limited to just the cohort. We are also, because we actually have got a few concentric circles. One is a cohort, then the others are social enterprises that we are within our ecosystem that we are connected mm -hmm. with. And when they have a needs, we actually get the uh, mentor and them, would you help us this one? Mm -hmm. So we operate like that. Right. So yeah. I think with, because um, you mentioned keeping them engaged is a very key thing, right? If not, they're wondering, why, why am I here? What am I doing? Yeah, I don't exactly. see the value in being here. So I'm just wondering with the whole pandemic situation that we're going through now, has that yeah. presented sort of a new set of challenges since everyone, you know, is working remotely and how do you keep them engaged? Is everything just on digital now? Or how, did, how do you go about navigating uh, during this time? Yeah, well, that, there's actually uh, pros and cons, mm, okay? okay. Uh, I think we mentioned the challenges will be, you can't just kind of have a virtual uh, meeting all the time. Mm -hmm. After a while, they get tired, you know? Yeah. No matter how um, good those programs are. Mm -hmm. So it is actively looking for engagement. But the pro is that actually is so interesting because the pandemic has driven everybody online, right? Mm, it yeah. means that you actually get them more available to link up. Otherwise, if we have physical meetings, it will be tougher. Right. So, and we also are linking up with mentors outside of Singapore as well, because there's a wealth of uh, resources. For example, you look at agriculture. I don't think Singapore mm. has a lot of agriculture. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, mentors. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, especially as a growing coffee. We don't grow coffee. We buy coffee. Mm -hmm. We drink yeah. coffee. Right? Yeah. But we know what is good coffee. So you, 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 you bring in people of different levels. Now that's challenging how to fit them in. But mm. we feel like that's the best way to help. Just now you mentioned a little bit about your in impact trips that you uh. mentioned. Yeah, but this one here, when we're doing research, we saw that TBN Asia conducts impact trips known as Travel for Change, where travellers are able to contribute to projects that benefit the local community. So can you just share with us some projects that are currently ongoing and how were the travellers able to, to contribute? Okay. Um, basically, TBN works with, uh, you know, partners like Explorer because mm. Explorer is really the specialist in travel for change so okay. TBN works uh, quite a lot with them for example when we run conferences we don't just talk only mm. neither do we just have uh, exhibitors which are actually already quite a lot we actually bring people who are the delegates to go and see mm. um, enterprises for example, mm -hmm. we bring groups to see those that are working within, uh, let's say, Indonesia, mm -hmm. working with Islamic students, 
there's one we brought a group to visit 15,000 students wow. and they have 50 social enterprises to try to get these students sustainable mm. i think when we brought the group there they are like wow is there something that we can help so that's mm. the that's the whole idea right. you must see in a sense and you must smell Mm. I, we, we say that you must smell poverty before you know what it is because every time you know it's all on TV on, on social mm -hmm. media yeah. right yeah so that's one uh, and and we did that for Malaysia as well uh, and so on but because of the pandemic all the travels are yeah are, are gone okay yeah. I mean we mm. actually even run uh, impact trips for students of universities in Singapore to okay. bring them to example Vietnam hmm. minority tribes now how do you present a social impact economic empowerment thing for them so the university students actually design an ecotourism format for them they train oh. them in English they help them into uh, putting in a website they list their trails in English, not just right. in Vietnamese. They teach them how to curate uh, homestays, um, teach them about hospitality, things like that. So as far as the Singapore University students are concerned, they look at this project as something that they'll continue doing. But right. as far as the Vietnamese side is concerned, they'll be saying, hey, it's not a bad idea, ecosystem, because that's what we have, beautiful up in the mountains uh, mm -hmm. a scenery, right? Mm -hmm. So we hope to do win-win. Now, because of pandemic, all this uh, not possible. Yeah. So what happened is during this particular time, Explorer actually pivoted to local, local tours. Oh, okay. But local, not like uh, visiting your, you know, Chinatown, visiting Gardens by the Bay type. Right. But has a social impact for example we uh, link up with organizations that works with uh, ex-offenders and they mm -hmm. basically uh, lead the trail we call it triads trail in other words mm -hmm. they bring to places that are former opium dens former mm -hmm. drug triads secret society hq and they share their own journey because uh, they they have been in jail before right, right. and right now yeah they have uh, a different lifestyle and then we work in a uh, meal together actually it's very impactful right. okay for people who go there and say okay aside from just seeing singapore fly uh, on the mm. wheel we are getting involved with uh, actual people sharing mm. their own personal experience so that if i i'm interested i may want to pursue further right right things yeah. like that right. that's local la. Mm, okay, actually it's so interesting. Was it, was it called Triad Trails you mentioned? Triad Trail, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to check you, that out. <laughs> if you go and check that out, because yeah. these international uh, tourist groups, they are looking at it and say, hey, can we feature that? Because mm. that means when okay. their cruisers comes in, when the yeah. uh, plane loads of uh, tourists comes in, they would use this as one of their, you know, optional... Part of the itinerary. That's right. Something like exactly. That. Exactly. Wow. wow, that's so amazing. Uh, I yeah. can't wait to see um, the more future uh, local tours as such. 
apart from triad trails. I think it's great yeah, that you yeah. guys are doing that. Yeah. Actually, you're welcome to go and uh, lock into that. The trans trail actually is the hottest one right now. Okay, okay. Everybody we'll wants find to out. do it, but because, you know, the heightened uh, alerts. Ah, yeah. So, you cannot have meals and then uh, two mm. people. But uh, um, we are already having groups saying, hey, can we run something like that here mm. and there? Mm. So, this okay. is interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I'll definitely check it out. And for those of you who are interested, definitely do check out uh, all the programs that Melvin has just mentioned. And if you're in Singapore, do sign up to check out the Triad Trails as well. Um, yeah. And before we uh, end off, let's just talk about some past projects. Um, okay. After watching some of your previous interviews, I'm aware that your past projects in like Africa uh, focuses on you know tackling unemployment and sanitation which has been successful in alleviating poverty with sustainable solutions. So are you able to share some uh, similar upcoming projects and also what do you envision for your future projects? Well, okay, one of the things we are in Southeast Asia, okay? Mm. So the, the, in a sense, poverty situation is different from Africa, for example. Right, right. Southeast Asia, we deal with, uh, let me give you an example. Mm the different religions. You've mm. got Christianity, you've got Buddhism, you've got uh, Islam, you've got Hinduism and so on. Now, how do you collaborate? Because poverty has no religion. Mm. Yeah. Everybody gets hit. How can interfaith collaborate together? And that's something that is a project that, or projects that we are uh, getting more and more involved in. For example, mm. You look at the refugee situation in, uh, let's say, Malaysia, Indonesia. They are all Muslim uh, refugees from, mm. from let's say, uh, Myanmar, from Syria, Iraq, uh, uh, you know, Afghanistan, and so on. So they are mm. there, but you have got different groups, example, Christian and Buddhist, helping them. That's mm. something that we are interested in, and this is something that we want to get more and more involved with that. Mm. Right. I think uh, especially here in Singapore and our, our neighbouring country, Malaysia, this kind of working together in harmony regardless of race or religion is even more important. And like I like I love what you said about poverty has no... Yeah, poverty has no religion. doesn't matter who no you religion. are. Yeah, that's definitely right. Um, so thank you so much, uh, Melvin, for all your, your insightful sharing and we really, Welcome. really appreciate you joining us today. Um, also, I'd like to give a shout out to TBN Asia's upcoming event at ELC 2021. It's a thought leadership experience in Asia where they'll be hosting the social impact track at the convention. So for more information, please visit www.elc2021.com. Dot com. Just uh, one last check in, Melvin. Is there anything you'd like to say about this uh, upcoming event? Oh, yes. Thank you very much for bringing that up. ELC mm. is actually the premier, uh, Asia's premier leadership convention. Mm. So, and they are our friends. So, we link up. TBN is going to run the social impact track because mm. we say, well, leadership, if you discuss it in general, it's a good subject and there are ex excellent speakers. Hmm. But if it is not translated into action, it, I think that's a waste, right? So the action part is TBN. So okay. we bring in together, like uh, we hope 
to find sponsorships for up to 80 social enterprises so that they can be featured. They can actually, we call it Impact Cafe. They can actually mm. share and everybody can listen to it. And then for those who are listening, you can actually listen to 80 of them and you're wondering, wow, there's so many needs. Maybe I like right. to be involved with that, 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 that. So that's the whole idea, right. la. Impact okay, leadership. Okay. And I think at the end of the day, I just want to say social enterprises are very tough. Okay? Because you are social and then you are enterprise. What is the future looking like? I really hope that all businesses will be social business. In other words, it's not just for the shareholders alone, mm. but it's for stakeholders. So mm. when you do that, I think you can open up uh, the whole uh, you know, ecosystem because everybody wants to do something about it. Well, uh, thanks so much, uh, Melvin, for, for ending off with such an uh, impactful uh, statement. Uh, lastly, to our dear listeners, also please head to our Make the Change website at makethechange.sg for more information on how we do business for good. And remember to stay tuned to the next episode of Conversation of Change.